Welcome to the Mindful Mama Talks podcast. My name is Chels and I am here to help inspire mamas to live mindfully, laugh often, and thrive naturally, all while raising children with ease and flow, shaping this future generation to come. Grab a warm drink and let's dive in. everyone to the Mindful Mama Collective. We're super excited to chat with you about gifts. Um, We have Kristen joining us today, which we are super excited to have her on and and learn more about you and what you have to offer. So as coming into the new year, we will definitely have Kristen joining us for topics that really, really light her up and has a there's a passion there for sure. But just, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Kristen, and then we'll get into the into the topic. Awesome. Thanks, Charles. Um, so yeah, I'm Kristen. I'm a personal trainer and a coach and a crazy busy mom. I have a crazy toddler boy. He's three. He's my teenager. And when I say crazy, I'm not, I'm not kidding. And I'm all things health and fitness related. I'm super excited to be here today and talk about Christmas. I think this is a super important topic. Um, Chris and I were just chatting. This is something we should have maybe done earlier before December, but it is a perfect time, I think, to chat about this. So for us, we feel when people buy us gifts, we feel a bit of overwhelm when they come, all of the gifts come into our house, especially Christmas, because so many people are buying like us gifts, our kids gifts and everything. So our topic will just be kind of chatting around like some setting some boundaries. Um, this would be previous to the birthday, the Christmas, whatever the occasion is, and then chatting on some tips and different things that we could offer to not have this overwhelming feeling when all of this new stuff comes in. So do you want to start Kristen, just sharing some tips or tricks that you have um, experienced or found that works for you in this area? Absolutely. My biggest, biggest thing leading up to Christmas and the whole season of Christmas, um, I like to go through my, my son's things and I like to go through his toys with him. And I say like, what do you like to play with? Or if I see toys that he doesn't really pay as much attention to anymore, or they're maybe getting ratty or broken or whatever, if it's, if it's something I can re-gift or re-home, I donate it. And if it's something that is worn out, I get rid of it. And I, I let him know. And I always explain to him, listen, there's a little boy out there that doesn't have any toys. And this old toy that you barely play with anymore is going to make them so happy. And by the end of it, he's not upset that I'm getting rid of his toys. He's excited and sometimes tries to get rid of some of the toys that we don't want to get rid of because he wants to help other kids. And that kind of helps me thin out the, you know, the grouping of things that he has. And then there's the wardrobe. <laughs> I go through all the things that are almost too small that are still good. And I either hand them off to somebody that's younger that could use it or I donate to, you know, the women's shelter or I don't like to do um, the big name thrift stores. I like to do the smaller ones because I like to keep it local. But I find that so helpful because you know you're going to get bombarded with all the things. There are definitely some great, great things to do, especially like 
Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Supporting the bigger like thrift stores is it, like, I don't know. Everyone has their own opinions, right? But it's like, I feel there's someone making a ton of money off of the free stuff that I'm giving away. Like, I yes, I am choosing to give it away for free, whereas I could sell it and make some money if you have the time and energy to do that. Um, but yeah, going through the toys, I think is, is super important to do that, especially when there's like a ton of new toys that are coming into the house. Like if you're buying your kids something and then you have like grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins and friends, and now all of these people buying your kids some toys, then definitely going through the toys that are currently in the toy area. And then even like adding in having your children help you go through the toys. And then, like you said, Kristen, explaining to them, we're going to give these toys to someone else, I think is, is awesome because then that shows your child that giving doesn't have to be something that's scary or, or bring fear around that. Cause I think a lot of kids have that like separation anxiety when they think this toy is going to leave them and it's never going to come back. So yes. finding a way that works with your child to explain that, that we are giving this to another little boy or girl who, who doesn't get a Christmas present or who doesn't have all of the toys like you have, then I think that reframes it and starts teaching your child then some really useful skills going forward in the future, which as we know is, is super helpful in, as they grow up and get older. Um, and then even if you have older kids, I think doing this as, as well, like the ones that are still kind of in the frame of playing with toys, or then it might become clothes or just belongings that they have in their rooms, I think is, is important to even have them taking that step. Cause if, if you lead by example and showing them that you're going through your clothes or you're going like as a parent, you're doing the things throughout your house going through your kitchen, let's say, then getting rid of that stuff and donating it, then your kids are more apt to do that as well. So what else would you have to to add in to, onto this topic of maybe like previous to the actual month of December or the birthday month? Um, but yeah, how can we set up those boundaries, I guess? Well, I find communication is key for everything, right? Like communication is the gateway to all the things positive in your life. Um, I set expectations with my friends and my family. I say, listen, if you are planning on getting something for my son, these are the things that he does not absolutely need. He does not need this at all. So don't, don't waste your money on it because you won't use it. And it's, you know, I, I make it very clear. If you buy him something with noise, he's not going to play with it because I'm going to magically lose the batteries and he won't have access to it. Like, don't waste your money on something he's not going to use. If it's clothes, well, he probably doesn't need it, so don't don't worry about it. It's like a something that he's going to enjoy and that he'll actually get use out of that he can learn with. Those are my boundaries. I'm very specific with it, and I don't negotiate about it. Mm -hmm. If they do decide to give me something for him or give him a gift that is not appropriate or that I don't agree with, I'm gracious about it. I say thank you. I appreciate it. And then I kind of put it off to the side, and I usually just donate it to somebody who would benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's great either. Yeah, if you're comfortable, depending on maybe who the gift is from to 
to mention to them like, hey, are we able to return this gift so that whatever the child's name is can then go and buy, uh, oh, someone's at the door, ring the doorbell. Um, <laughs> so yeah, then, then the child could go and use that money that from the returned gift and then go buy something that they would really like or that we as parents know that that child could use if there's yes. some stuff that they're needing and we didn't end up getting that. Um, but I think it's helpful to create some type of a list, whether that is for their birthday or for Christmas, give a generalized list of like, these are the things that my child is needing or even for ourselves, like these are the things that I could use. And then sending that out to family and friends. Um, friends are different because you're not really sure, like you don't expect them to buy you something, whereas family grandparents stuff like that you're kind of expecting them to buy your child something yes so uh so birthdays yeah, are usually oh sorry sorry Giles no that's okay I was just saying how having that list I think is really important to, to set that initial boundary of like these are the things that we actually need absolutely it's so handy and uh I don't know if you do this or not birthdays I tell my guests don't don't give many gifts don't give them anything. Just show up for the party because realistically, that's what the kid remembers. They don't care about the toy. They forgot about mm -hmm. it 20 minutes later. But the the fun with their friends, that's the part that they enjoy and the cake and the, you know, the playing whatever they're doing. Or I, I don't even do gifts for birthdays. Like I'll give gift bags for the kids. You know, thanks for coming. But I don't do gifts. Mm -hmm. No, and I think that's great because I think as our as our kids get older too, and they're going to start attending birthday parties of, of different kids in their classes and things that like in that situation, like you as a parent doesn't necessarily know that child. So it, like, what do you buy? And I know they're a kid of the same age of your child. It's like, still, what do you buy them when you don't actually know this child and you feel yes. obligated to send a gift? So yeah, I think that for sure will be important going forward. Like it's hard for grandparents right now when we say, please don't buy gifts. Like my family in particular feels offended when I say that because then, so then it goes like two ways. Cause there's also like someone gets joy out of buying you or your child a gift. And then if you tell them, no, please don't buy my child a gift. We're almost taking that away from them yeah. so that they don't feel, cause they're, they're, love language might be to give gifts and then we're taking that away from them when we say don't buy gifts so maybe if we get specific on those people in our lives and say if you would like to buy something this is what we could use or money or something to go towards maybe a bigger um, a more expensive item that the child needs so so yeah it's definitely a fine line when it comes to family Yes. Um, for sure, <laughs> not stepping on anyone's toes, but also respecting your boundaries within your home. And if this is something that someone hasn't done, I think that would be an important part to start. And then at least you can maybe set those boundaries up for next Christmas or a next birthday or something. And then you have some idea on what that's going to look like for next year instead of feeling this overwhelm of now like oh my god a hundred new toys have just entered our house 
um, what do we do with it? And then we just add them to the toy area. And then now we become like explosion of toys in this area. Cause for us, our toys are upstairs in our living area right now, cause our boys are so little. So then, yeah, so we like to rotate our toys out. We'll put some in the basement and then bring out some new toys. And then as for when new toys come in, we definitely like, okay, go through them. What can we give away? What is maybe garbage that is broken? And then kind of going from there as well. So yeah, we do something similar for sure, Kristen. But, but yeah, is there anything else you wanna add on this topic? I think that's pretty much it. I mean, as long as you set those boundaries and you have your, your plan of action going into it and then you're, you know, I call it the damage control afterwards when you're picking up all the stuff that maybe you didn't want. I think as long as you have those plans in action, you're pretty much set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's also um, shifting that piece if you are the kind of person that maybe doesn't know how to say no to someone of buying your child or you something that you don't necessarily want. Um, I think, yeah, just getting really clear on what it is that you are trying to, like for us, it was creating more of a minimalistic feel in our home, living with just the things that we actually need. Um, and it, it reduces a lot of clutter. And we have like a whole nother episode on this about like an organized mind can now like an organized space can then create an organized mind. Um, just that piece alone of having organization when you're looking around your house helps keep your mind more organized and not feeling this overwhelm or chaos kind of feeling. So I think again, goes back to those boundaries setting. What do you want your home to feel like, look like, and then journal about it, write it out and then share it of how it feels good to you to say it to a family member, or if you're not comfortable, maybe send it in a text or something of, of like, these are the things that we want and need. And then, um, yeah, and you can share that with them. For me, I've created an Amazon list. I found that helpful and it gives someone a really easy place to then buy the gifts that we want. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that is everything on this topic, but, if you want to learn more or see the recording, um, it will be uploaded to YouTube and then more information on the mindfulness, all of that, all of our, our uh, episode topics um, will be a part in the Mindful Mama Collective over on Facebook. And uh, yeah, that is everything. But I wanna wish everyone a Merry Christmas and happy holidays, because this will be our last episode until the new year, which is so crazy. exciting. Yeah, so crazy. So we'll definitely have a whole slew of different topics coming to you in January. So take care, be well, bye. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Mindful Mama Talks. We hope today's conversation left you with some tangible knowledge that you can take into your own life. If you enjoyed what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you know a fellow mama or friend who would resonate with this episode, pass it along. She will be so grateful. As we wrap up today, remember to approach the rest of your day with a mindful heart, a bit of humor, and the confidence that you're doing an amazing job, Mama. 
Sending you all the good vibes until our next episode. Take care, stay mindful, and thank you for being a part of our Mindful Mama community.